Sunday, April 28, 2019, 10.15 a.m. See, I haven't told my parents yet, but I hit someone's back tire and I took a spill. I was taken to the ER for x-rays. I'm still here. I was crying on the side of the road with the ride marshal when it became apparent that I'm not riding anymore today because it hurts when I breathe. I'm feeling good and I know it could have been worse. It happened on the freeway. My therapist said, Oh my God, please let me know how you are doing. I replied, X-rays are back. Nothing's broken. Doc says I can ride after a week or two. Yay! I'm going to take a SAG vehicle to where my bike is and then go to Austin that way. Not how I wanted it to happen, but I'm just glad. After the doc told me I can ride soon, I thought I can make it today, but an attempt to get up without pain brought me back to reality. If I'm in Houston next year, I want to train for this again. She said, I'm so sorry. I'm so glad you are okay though. Doctor said it was just bruising. I said, I'm really sorry too. I put my gloves back on and took them off and cried because I don't need them today. Trying to keep spirits up. Just bruising, they said. We'll be sore for days, but it'll be okay. Oh, and I will see you tomorrow at 11.30. Monday, April 29, 2019, 8.57 a.m. This is the update for April 27, 2019. The early night didn't happen, as dinner ran late and I had a lot of packing to do. I finished everything at midnight. I woke up at 4 to get ready and get to our private start point. We joined with the main group at the start. I was feeling excited and very unsure if I could do this. I happily was with a friend who was very gung-ho, so I ended up being fast and skipping the first two breakpoints as well. Toes and hands were numb by then, but we were the first ones from the team and it saved so much time. I was happy about my speed on the flats and thought about how I could probably ride more than a hundred miles in flats with good weather. The hills came after Belleville and I told my friend to not stay back for me. I didn't walk up any hills and I was so thankful for the training I put in. There were people who were really struggling. I also zipped past so many, many people, mostly in the flats, and it made me happy. I thought about the idea of quitting. There was a hill that intimidated me so much that I pulled off the side of the road to rest and mentally prepare myself. Some hills I thought would be nasty, but then I find myself halfway up with several easier gears left to use. My heart will just have to be literally and figuratively stronger. I finally made it to LaGrange. I felt disoriented but happy. My teammates welcomed me and hooked me up with a great vegetarian dinner and helped with my things. I took a shower in a girl's high school shower and set up my air mattress. I hung around for a massage and then slept. I loved sleeping under the huge event tent with like 60 other people. 
felt a great sense of belonging and accomplishment. I was so grateful and happy that I got through today and that I have so many people rooting for me. I was nervous in the beginning that I might not make it, and I was overwhelmed and cried when I realized I had it in me to finish. I love the welcomes and cheers from random people on the street and other bikers. I love this new world that I opened up for myself. April 28, 2019. I woke up several times because it was cold in the tent and my blanket wasn't warm or big enough. I still had a good night's rest. I changed, had breakfast, and put away my things to load up in the trucks. It was all hugs and good lucks, and I was just dreading the hills. I kept telling myself, I'm just building up these monster hills in my head, when in reality, I've survived each hill I've come across, even the nastiest, steepest ones from the hardest routes. That's what was getting me through each mile. The thought that there's no reason why I'm not physically ready for this. I was having trouble believing myself because I've never had evidence to the contrary. It took at least an hour waiting around line before the ride marshals let the group that I was in out of the fairgrounds. I crashed on mile four when it was still crowded and people were a little inexperienced about road bike communications. I feathered my brakes, but it wasn't enough. The guy in front of me was coming to a complete and sudden stop. I remember shouts of rider down and someone helping me up. I remember thinking, oops, there, I hit my head, when my helmet hit the ground. I thought I was fine, just little scrapes, and then I realized I couldn't stand. I had to be helped up. My bike was suddenly on the side of the road. I kept saying I'm okay. Motorcycles came, and I noticed for the first time that it hurt to breathe. I then started to tear up because it was becoming apparent that I would have to end my ride there. I needed to breathe deep on those hills. They recommended an x-ray, and since I don't know what a cracked rib feels like, I went to the hospital. They also took my bike from me. Later on, a cycling friend told me she saw my bike in the box truck, and she fixed my chain and realigned my brakes. The hospital people were lovely and told me I should be able to get back on the bike in two weeks or less. I was bargaining and thinking maybe I could still ride into Austin, even if it's just a 15 miles. I was strongly advised against it. My body also told me it wasn't happening because I couldn't even get up from the bed without pain. I switched between I'll do this again next year. I can't wait for my next big ride. I'm glad it wasn't worse when it could have been a nightmare. To, you're a failure. To, why can't you acknowledge your 100 miles yesterday and be glad you're alive? An MS Society representative looked in on me and arranged for a ride to Austin so I could meet my parents there. I had a snack at the tent and checked in with team officers. I also got my Austin bag.
My parents and I had lunch at Bastrop on the way back to Houston. I got my luggage from the starting point and picked up Casper from my aunt's where he had his own slumber party with their dog. I picked up my pain meds, something codeine, and had dinner at home. I was wincing while walking and was trying to keep my spirits up. Almost blinding pain when I sneezed. I've taken a pill two hours before and now it's kicking in. I've responded back to teammates asking about my accident and everyone's just so cool and positive. Thank you, C. I'll see you at 11.30 later. Monday, April 29, 2019, 7.50 p.m. Hi, C. I got a bit discouraged when I told my aunt about my accident. She said, that's it, about my cycling. And I told her my accident only makes me want to ride even more. We went home with Casper, and I started texting with Buffalo Chick. It was pleasant. We texted until right before she slept, and she said she was glad we got to catch up. I was glad too. I liked talking to her. I showered, I took my pain pill, and responded to people who were checking on me before bed. I slept well until the medication wore off. I dreamed that I was in a small apartment. Eggs with children embryos hybrid with chickens and eggs and corn. I freaked out. Someone who had a lot of cash because of a book deal was on the streets and being mobbed by homeless people. Someone I was with set off a landmine where all the attackers glowed and disappeared. The person with the book deal turned out to be an ex of mine. I don't know who and she was freaking me out with the human embryos, and I somehow made her disappear. People think I still have her in my room, but some people think she left. I was then flying using my hands and landed to an award ceremony for a debate competition that I allegedly won. It was for something in college. Turns out, my ex who disappeared is using another name and started a new life. She said she was using my name as her publicist and sending money to an account in my name. We hugged and decided to be together while figuring out the logistics of getting her back in my world. I woke up and went to the lab to get my blood drawn for next week's quarterly endocrinologist appointment. I was feeling okay, just uncomfortable because of the physical pain. Physical pain tried not to do the negative self-talk about the ride. I went home, cooked pancakes for breakfast, and ate with my dad. I was happy that I had a lot to do today. I left to go see you. I knew I needed help sorting things out in my head. I sometimes get pleasantly surprised at how simple and elegant the answers seem to be. You are right about my tendency to overcomplicate life. I went home to get my bib number at home so I can retrieve my bike from the medical center. My heart sank when I saw my bike. The handlebar was bent and so was my rear shifter. I'm going to get it seen too. I wanted to hug it. I was offered a completion certificate and a pin for riding this weekend. I 
felt like I didn't earn it. I went to the urgent care doctor for a different painkiller and then to the pharmacy. I was mulling over the fact that the thing that I need to do to get better is to quit the negative self-talk. It'll be very hard, but I'm determined. I also know I need to believe in myself more and to let myself experience things with managed and reasonable fears. All easier said than done. I'm hoping I will be able to remind myself of these things when the going is getting tough and I want to quit. I'm home. We'll pack for Denver tonight. I'm getting excited about the trip and the next couple of months. Thank you, C. Tuesday, April 30, 2019, 6.15 p.m. Hi, C. I finished packing and slept. The pain getting in and out of the bed made me cry. I didn't take the strong painkiller because I needed to wake up early. I woke up at 3 to make it to the airport for my 5.30 flight. My dad took me to the airport and I slept the whole flight. I wasn't really looking at my feelings. I was just trying to get from point A to point B. I also signed up for the exam last night. I picked up my rental car, looked for and had breakfast, and then booked my hotel. Had a little bit of time to kill, so I walked around downtown and checked out a museum. Found a lunch place and went back to the hotel. Walked around a bit more in the cold and then went back to my room. My chest still hurts and the cold air makes it worse. I'm just chilling in my room. I took a strong painkiller and I'm watching TV and eating chips in bed. I'll figure out dinner later. Driving around the mountains tomorrow. I had thought about summoning a girl from the internet, but that is so blatantly self-destructive. It keeps popping up in my head. I've been having such a good time with myself, though. I realize I can't remember the last time I took a trip alone, just for the heck of it. No one to visit, no errand to run, no purpose to go, except to explore and have fun. Thanks, C. Wednesday, May 1, 2019, 7 p.m. Hi, C. I walked to Target and ate in my room. I took my painkiller, showered, returned messages, and then slept. I was so tired. I had a lot of fun, fun from the day. I was a little worried that my chest hurt so much. But when I woke up this morning, it felt better than yesterday. I got dressed, had breakfast, and packed up my things. I started driving along one of the routes someone told me about. I then decided on the other route because of the weather. I went as far as Vail, and the views were lovely. I was so tired though, and I felt like I needed a nap. Thoughts of I popped up in my head occasionally mostly debating how to tell her about the crash. Common friends would tell her, and I felt like I don't want her to know from someone else. I kind of thought about Buffalo Chick too. Mostly being selective about good memories and feelings. I usually dispelled them 
and I didn't really have time to explore the thoughts because I was distracted by my sightseeing. I occasionally thought about the bar exam too, and where I'm going to study and how. Tried to practice talking to myself better and having better thoughts. I know I've kept asking what I need to do to be better and what it will take. I guess this is what I need to do and what it will take. I'm not entirely sure how to do it, but I will work on it. I'm trying to figure out how I'm being alone and whether I'm still grieving over Buffalo Chick. I was also thinking briefly that maybe I was too concerned with the process of healing, that I am not looking at what's right in front of me sometimes, and that I'm doing all right. I just barely checked into my hotel for the night, and I'm chilling in the lounge. It's starting to hurt again, so I will have to figure out dinner and then take my meds for the night. Looking forward to tomorrow's phone call at 9.30. Thank you, C. Hello, ready when you are. And she said, your appointment is tomorrow at 8.30. Hello, Will, sorry about that. Tomorrow at 8.30 then. Thursday, May 2, 2019, 7.12 p.m. Hi, C. Couldn't get to sleep yet even though I was tired because I was distracting myself with my phone. I was trying to figure out whether I'm afraid of being alone. There was a girl I was talking to on Tinder, but nothing came of it. As soon as I decided to put away the phone, I zonked out. I woke up, got dressed, had breakfast, and got ready to talk to you. I was fooled by my recurring reminder on my phone. I packed up, decided on my route, and left. I went through the same canyon I went through yesterday. It's much better today because it's sunny. I went through quaint little towns and decided to have lunch in Nederland. Drove around Rocky Mountain National Park and hiked a little bit to a place called Bear Lake. I was pleased with all the little animals about. There were bighorn sheep too. There was even a family of bunnies living on the hotel grounds this morning. I drove to Boulder and checked out a mountain with nice lookout points. I have to admit that I thought about Buffalo Chick today more than yesterday. I still had a grand time though. I was listening to an audiobook. I didn't want to listen to my music because I listened yesterday. Plus, I thought the music was a little distracting and I need to face my thoughts. Coming up Flagstaff Mountain, I was reacquainted with my fear of heights. I had a tingly feeling in my legs. I tried to think about why I was afraid of heights. It really stems from my insecurity about my weight. I'm very uncomfortable with cable cars. I was about 12 when I first gotten one. It was at Victoria Peak in Hong Kong. I screened my head off. I feel uncomfortable being on anything high and rickety. I just have to acknowledge it and remind myself that I'm usually safe. I almost slipped and fell on the ice at Bear Lake though. 
I'm going to figure out my dinner and hotel situation for tonight and then just chill. Thanks, C. Tomorrow at 8.30 Central. Here's a pic of the view where I'm writing this. Friday, May 3, 2019, 6.28 p.m. Hello. I had dinner out last night and came back. I had a good time, but I was tired. I considered looking for a hookup, but thought against it. I watched Netflix and slept early. I had a good night's sleep despite waking up a couple of times because of the pain. I woke up and got dressed, waited to talk to you. It felt good. Almost felt like I needed and wanted to have someone to be hard on me. I needed to hear what you said, and you weren't that hard. I'm probably hard on myself in ways that shouldn't matter. Need to remind myself of the things that do matter and focus on those. I had breakfast after we spoke. I decided to go to the botanical gardens because it's a beautiful day and I wanted to gawk at pretty flowers. I saw a bunny gathering things for its nest. I felt weak and dizzy after eating lunch. I walked the second half of the gardens, but I felt awful physically. I was telling myself to suck it up and just enjoy. I was enjoying. I went to go see a local bicycle shop. It's cool because the owner knows one of the local Houston bike shops. I bought socks and went back to my hotel. I felt so sleepy on the drive back. I was listening to my audiobook and just thinking about resting when I got back. Worried I might have a fever, but maybe not. For a brief moment, for a brief moment, I wished I had someone to look after me while I stayed in bed and just watched and fussed over me. Something about, I miss having someone. I thought about commitment and having a plan. I will figure out what my distractions are and just focus on what I need to and can do. I'm a little worried that I will get bored of the monotony, but I'll see. I'm going to practice streamlining my day once I get back. Also, I've been considering deleting all the dating apps eventually. I paid for a subscription almost a month ago in a moment of loneliness and curiosity, and I will let it run out. I deleted one last night. I need a constant reminder of what's really important. I'm just in bed in a dark room with Netflix on the background. I'm not ruminating, but consciously resting. I'm worried that I might catch pneumonia since I was warned in the ER that that might happen. I have a plan if I do have it, but I'm leaving tomorrow night anyway and will see my doctor Monday. I'll have dinner delivered probably and then sleep early. I don't feel like leaving and I'm pretty comfortable right now. Thanks, C. Saturday, May 4, 2019. 6.44 p.m. Hi, C. I spent yesterday late afternoon and last night in my room, just watching TV, browsing on my phone, and lying down. I wasn't ruminating or anything, and I was just having fun being comfortable. 
Buffalo Chick texted, asking if I'm addicted to painkillers yet. We engaged in banter until about 9pm when I said it must be late and I said good night. I slept a little late because I was stimulated by the TV and my phone. I woke up early and read some cycling articles. I got dressed, went to breakfast, and showered. I felt great about my day ahead. I waited for my hair to dye, <laughs> packed up, and checked out. The front desk trainee guy has been rubbing me the wrong way since I stayed there Thursday night. It took one last snide remark before I asked for the general manager. He was away, so I just sent him an email with my grievances. I shut off the negative vibes and went to another local bike shop. I chatted with a bike guy there and had fun just being around the bikes. It made me want to heal. I found a place to have lunch and then decided to go to the Denver Art Museum. I got turned around so much by the GPS because of road closures. There's apparently a street party for Cinco de Mayo. I opted to embrace my fate and join the festivities. I had a grand time walking around, looking at the stalls, the kiosks, the people. I asked for a couple of balloons and tied them to my backpack as I walked. I was so pleased I decided to make this little detour and embraced my spontaneous change of plans. Granted, a lot of my plans have been a little too spontaneous lately. You're right about the structure, at least in the study plan part. I dropped off the car and now I'm going to explore the airport. I have lots of time since I'm early and my flight is delayed. I am having such a good time with myself today. And I was driving earlier thinking, I really like and love myself. And I'm thankful for this past week. Thank you, C.